Yep, Derek Hall checks in for his weekly visit with us here on Bickley and Murata Mornings, and that happens right now. Good morning, Derek. How are you? Hello, Vince. Doing well. Hi, Dan. Hello, Derek. How was the All-Star break? You, you know, it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it all, and, I, and, and we talked last week about having the draft at the same time, mm-hmm. and I, I thought it was great. You know, I, I do wish we would have the start of the draft and the Futures game. Uh, perhaps we, we change around the order on that. I, I like the Futures game on Sunday. I think it was, it was tough on Saturday with, with Major League games still taking place, but overall I thought the events were great. I thought the game was fantastic. You know, it was a, it was a, a game right around three hours in length. Um, there was a lot of audio used and miking up of players, which I think was extremely entertaining and showed the players that it could be done. So I think overall a big success and, and a little time off that a lot of our guys needed. The uh, Goldie Homer was kind of a kind of a kick in the uh, in the stomach, but aside <laughs> from that, I think you're absolutely right about everything. Let me ask you about this: Julio Rodriguez was one of the breakout stars. He's been a breakout star this year, but he was one of the breakout stars out of All-Star Week, and it and it kind of got some Diamond Facts, Diamondbacks fans going, okay, it, where's that guy in our future? Is Drew Jones possibly that guy in our future? Yeah, he could be, Vic. I mean, that, that's the type of, of player and the sort of magnetism that we think he has that, that people talk about in a draft, you know, and, and when when the Mariners were acquiring Rodriguez, he had that, that sort of flair and reputation, and you could see it. I mean, his personality is unbelievable. He's going to be great for the game, and he's going to be one of the, one of the stars. And, and Drew certainly has that potential. This kid is a five-tool player. You always hear that, a, a true five-tool player. He was probably the best athlete and, and the best player in the draft. So I'm thrilled that we got him with that number two selection. Um, and, and his defense is, is spectacular. Puts him over the top, but he's got speed. He's got the, the ability to hit. He's going to learn how to hit with even more power as he develops and gets stronger and bigger. And he's a wonderful kid. I mean, he's got that, that personality, that dynamic personality that you see with Rodriguez. Derek Hall, our guest, as he is every Thursday here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Andrew Jones, I, I'd seen uh, earlier this week, Derek, some reports that the, the deal was finalized, that uh, you know the, the, the contract was signed. I don't know if that's official yet, but if and when that does become official, what does the very near future look like for Drew, Drew Jones? How, how fast do you get him to work, and is that in the Arizona Complex League or somewhere else? Yeah, I think I think you could say both. Um, you know, he would play at first at uh, at our complex, and then quickly go out and play this this summer, which is exciting. And that's again the timing with all of these guys, and the fact that they're they're finished with school, they're finished with their tournaments. You know, those are at the collegiate level, and we drafted a number of college players. They can uh, as soon as they sign, they can get out there and play. Um, and I think that's really important for for all these guys, especially the fact that we're relying so much on our prospects, so much on our youth and our development. And and that you know leads me to another point, Vince, where not to get off track here, but I'm excited about some of these guys that are at Double A, Triple A right now. Mm-hmm. That could also come up and impact our roster, or at least get, you know, get the experience that they need. You look at it, what Varsho went through last year. He had his struggles when, as most do, when they first come up into the big leagues, and he made his adjustments. He seems to have figured it out. I'm excited to see that with others. As much as I want to win this year, and I want to win every game, and I'm really upset with the way we played the last two and a half, three weeks of the of the first half. You know, I, I want us to have a winning record, obviously. I want us to build upon the bad season that we had last year and the year before, and we're seeing it, but not enough. But I also want to balance that with young guys coming up and cutting their teeth so that next year they're going to have that experience under their belt. Leandro Cedeno, was that more of a novelty because that home run he hit no. for the sod poodles <laughs> was incredible. <laughs> 
It, it was, and that was like the Christmas in July uniform, just the whole deal. It was very cool, uh, and, and what a shot that was. No, but, you know, he's an exciting player who's got a lot of power. We have a lot of talent, Vic. We really do, and, and to be able to see some of those kids perform the way they are and get some notoriety is certainly nice, and Carroll and Lawler playing in the Futures game. You know, I, I would love to see Carroll up here, even though just 21 years old. I'd love to see him up here at some point this season. You know, you want to see uh, a lot of these guys, Henry, and you want to see Jamison, and you want to see, you know, Nelson, all these guys playing up here. Um, so so I, I just think our fans are really interested in these young players. They want to see how they perform here, and we, we want to continue to build on it. But names like Cedeno are starting to pop up and, and draw excitement because they are doing some exciting things down at the minor league level. Derek Hall, our guest here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Specifically on Carroll, I'm glad you brought him up, Derek. I, I know the, the fan base is clamoring to see this guy, and he's only played four games at the AAA level, already has two home runs, played in the Futures game, as you mentioned. And normally, uh, you know, uh, the situation is September call-ups, but could Corbin Carroll's arrival be bumped up depending on what happens uh, at the trade deadline with, with your personnel? Might, might we see him a yeah, little that, sooner that, than that, September? I think so, Vince. I think it could. You know, I mean, he's certainly giving us every reason to bring him up here. I just want to make sure we don't put too much pressure on him. I mean, he's got, you know, he's got such a, uh, a reputation and such a future, and people project him to be uh, maybe even the number one prospect in all of baseball by the end of this year. Um, and, and that's a that's a big thing to carry on your shoulders. So I, I hope he comes up here. He's proven though. Everywhere he goes, he performs both out in the field and at the plate. And he's just a wonderful kid. I mean. He's he is grounded. He is focused. Uh, it's exciting that we have so many kids that have the ability to play center field, too, and they really are kids. But, you know, when you have Varsho and Thomas and Carroll and then in the future Jones that are all center fielders and athletic that can play anywhere in the outfield, the sooner we can get them up here, the better, in my opinion. Again, when we admitted a couple of years ago, okay, we're getting away from who we need to be, thinking that we're one player in, you know, away from it. And, and Dick, you wrote a great column, as always, you know, focusing on us and where we're, we've come up short of late and thinking that we were one player away when we weren't and and this is really who we need to be but we have to make sure we're we're picking the right players it's one thing to say hey look what we're building we're building a sustainable model with young players okay but they have to be able to win and you know what i'm seeing so far is these kids are really stand out and they do have the ability to win um but you know we've got to get them on the field and and allow them to prove it but not put too much pressure on them yeah and and i think i think you guys are are from what i can tell from josh rojas who Vinny and i uh it seems like a million years ago remember that right before the pandemic Vinny, we sat down with him and we Mm -hmm. thought wow this is an impressive young kid I, i think you guys are focusing on the right things. Let me ask you, though, about Luis Gonzalez's comments, because Luis is royalty in this town. Um, yeah. he, he's all passion. He deeply cares about this franchise. When, when he sees a lack of urgency, how do you interpret who and what he is talking about? Well, first off, you know, I'm always going to defend Gonzo, and, and uh, he's, he's one of my favorites, and he's one of my closest friends. You know, he, he called me as soon as he made those comments afterwards, and, and you know, he, he almost apologized. And I said, you know, Lou, you don't have to apologize. You know, you spoke from the heart, and, and it's what you're observing. And I appreciate that, and I know our fans do too. He is speaking as a, a former player who had a lot of success and always focused on winning. He always wants our team to win. He wants our guys to have that same appetite, that same attitude, and, and hunger. And so he doesn't want our guys to fall into a culture of accepting fourth place, fifth place, not wanting to, to win each and every game. He wants to see that urgency, and that's what he's calling for. And I, and I, I can appreciate that, especially coming from a former player. Um, but on the other hand, there's balance to that, too. I think 
you know, in saying that guys are comfortable, I don't know that they're that comfortable. And, and you know, the, the fact that we have optioned so many guys down this year, we've DFA'd players that they haven't performed, they know they have to perform. It's a results game. It's a results industry. Um, but I do not fault him for saying that he wants to see that urgency. He wants to see them wanting to win each and every game. And, and I like that. I mean, that's a player speaking to players directly. Good. All right. Uh, last thing here is even though, um, like you said, the couple weeks before the All-Star game weren't real pleasant, I, I saw a report on the, no. co- the cost index in Major League Baseball. And, and to the Diamondbacks' credit, you guys are the most affordable baseball experience. And I'm looking across the prices. They say here that at Chase Field, you can get a beer for four ninety nine. Where can I get that beer for four ninety nine, Derek? Because I haven't seen that one. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'm... it's it's all over. Is yeah, it? it? It is everywhere. It's, okay. it, yeah, it's, it's the value beer. What's that? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, it's the value beer, and you could get it for you know four ninety nine all over the concourse. It's actually you know in those carts right on the main concourse, and, and actually it. all three levels. But that's what we've always done is focus on value, right? So you can bring in your own food, you can bring in your own water, you can get kids' food items for under three dollars, and that's a hot dog, corn dog, you know, popcorn, soda. Um, we can't gouge our fans, as you know, uh, to come to the ballpark, especially when you want them to do it eighty one plus times. And and I'm really proud of that. Like this weekend. You know, we're, we're opening up again tomorrow against the, the Washington Nationals, and it's kids-free, you know, for the weekend. So as long as an adult buys a ticket, he or she gets two kids under the age of two or 15 or under for free. Um, it's, it's always fun to come to the ballpark. It's great to come indoors in the air condition, but, again, we don't want it to be too expensive. I'm proud of that. Well, you guys should be. That, that does say a lot because the ballpark experience, it's less than half what you have to pay at Dodger Stadium, which is saying some. Now they're getting a better baseball team, obviously. And you know what? I think I need to get away from that. I need to get away from those really expensive bottles of bomber beer is what I need to do. Yeah. Like the ones hey, that, go for the four ninety nine, yeah. and you know what? If once we are you know twenty five, thirty games over five hundred, you're going to be paying ten dollars for that beer. <laughs> there it is. There's there's the warning. <laughs> Derek, always good to talk to you. We'll, we'll chat you, again dude. next week. All right, great to talk to you guys. Thanks, man. thanks, Derek Hall, President and CEO of the Arizona Diamondbacks. <laughs> Our guest on the seventy two sold sports line. Get your price at seventy two sold dot com. Yeah, four ninety nine beer. Um, apparently, the Rockies have a three dollar beer. Do they really? Road trip. Oh. <laughs> Plus, you don't eat as many because of the elevation. Uh, that's yeah. right. It'll hit, you, it'll hit you quicker. Let's go. I love the honesty. Road trip. I love Derek Hall's honesty at the end there. <laughs> oh, no, he's great. We can, we're not going to gouge you now, no, but we're good. No, they're coming. It's we'll coming. Good. Buckle up.